For RaceSchool.com, I'm Larry Mason here with Chuck Lessick, chaplain for IndyCar Ministry. We're here at the 2023 Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, and you just gave a very nice uh, five-minute devotional, your, your pit stop devotional, as you call it. And Chuck, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's always good to talk about uh, Christ moving at the racetrack. And speaking of that, before we get into the word per se, your background is not just showing up and, and in ministry. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, that's something that I think surprises a lot of people that don't necessarily know me. I do have a pretty deep racing background. Uh, I actually only really came to Christ and got serious about my faith uh, 10 years ago, and I've been the chaplain for the series. Um, this is coming up season eight, so let's call it seven years. So it, it's quite surprising that after three years of getting into my faith, all of a sudden uh, I started here in ministry. Um, it was just a calling on my life was really strong then. But getting back to the racing thing, uh, a lot of people here uh, didn't realize that. And the more they realized that, yeah, I am a racer, I probably know more about racing than I know uh, about Jesus. But uh, I, I've done a lot of things here. I started racing, uh, you know, club racing, man, early 90s, and then uh, racing Formula Continental, which is uh, Formula 2000, and uh, my wife and I bought this car, didn't really know what we were doing, and I rebuilt it and all that, and long story short, over the years, we actually owned four F2000 cars. I ran the F2000 Pro Series in 2005 and 2006. Um, and racing was, you know, uh, more of a hobby thing. I mean, I was in my 30s at the time. And Let me ask you something. So back in 05, 06, when you run the Pro Series, so who are some of the guys you race against? Are they here this weekend racing? Uh, no, but I raced with uh, Jay Howard. I raced with J.R. Hildebrandt. Uh, he run the series, won the series the last year I raced in 2006. So it's kind of neat to stay in touch with him when he runs the 500 and stuff. We do have that familiarity. Um, yeah, and just a bunch of other people that have gone, a lot of them go to IMSA and stuff, you know, but just, just seeing those different people. But uh, long story short, uh, I had a big crash at Road America in 2006. I got uh, knocked out, sent to the hospital, all that kind of stuff. Couldn't afford to fix the car and I ended up uh, working as a flying mechanic for Dan Anderson when he had his F2000 team. So uh, I was a mechanic on Anders Krohn's car back in the day and uh, I worked there for two years and then his team folded. Got involved with uh, Brian Bellardi, Bellardi Auto Racing. It was uh, uh, Liberty Motorsports at the time and that was uh, a year before we moved to Indy and got involved in Indy Lights. So uh, Brian invited me to go down there with that team. That's how I ended up in Indianapolis. Uh, ended up meeting God there too a couple years later. And one thing led to another, and here we are. You know, so I've, I've been a team manager, a small team owner for mom and pop team, a driver, a mechanic, all this kind of stuff. So I, God was preparing me for this job, and I didn't even know it. You know, just getting to know all the different business, all the different emotions, all the different attitudes that I can relate to those people now as they're struggling with different things. And it is truly important because, and you've been on it from every single aspect, so you had to promote yourself to get your sponsors and things like that. You were a team owner, you were a driver, you were a mechanic, you probably drove the truck every yep, now and again, exactly. so I mean, yes. you've done all of the roles and yes. responsibilities throughout racing. Uh, 
a little bit lower level, but it's still the same because everybody starts someplace and they move up. It's, it's all relative. Yep, and that's, you know, when I was a team manager in the road to Indy at the time, that's what you would get. Where you would get people on their way up to IndyCar wanting to get the experience to go up, and you would get the people who've been there, done that, and they're trying to back off a little bit and on their way down. And so, I mean, it's awesome the way all these series work together, and there's always a fit for somebody, no matter where you're at. I mean, you can be involved in racing your whole life, so... And so you said about 10 years ago you got the calling. How did that actually, ha how did you know? What, can you talk about that? Oh, you bet I can. Yeah, it was actually kind of interesting because uh, it was through IndyCar Ministries that I started going to church, getting plugged in a church in Indianapolis. Uh, the chaplain at the time, uh, we had just moved to the area and was asking my wife if we found a church and all that. And it ended up he came in the shop and did a shop visit. We talked there. Uh, within. It wasn't a quick deal. It wasn't like I just went, you know, maybe six or eight months later, we went and checked out a church and uh, just walked into that church. God changed my life. And I immediately, you know, felt the need to do church differently, not be a consumer of church and get involved and serve. Uh, spent three or four years as a family serving in kids ministry. And that's actually where I learned how to formulate a message because at the time at our church, uh, we go to a at the time, the church was about 4,000 people, and uh, I got involved in the kids' ministry and leading a small group, and they asked me to go up on stage, and, and, and that's not me. I'm a real introvert and all that, but I agreed to do it because uh, I believe if God's calling me to do that, if I'm being asked, I should step out and serve. And at the time, we had to write all our own messages and stuff, so I learned how to go in the Bible and figure out what it was out. And it was a second graders in, through fourth graders, but you're making a message for them anyway that, that's relevant. And uh, I always more was preaching to the adults in the room in a way that the kids could understand. And I did that for a number of years, and then I got really involved in leading what they call them life groups or church groups. And that to me is where God really speaks to me. And the chaplain at the time uh, was going out for back surgery and he led the Delara group and he asked me to step in and lead that group. So that's where he got familiar with how I led a group and all that kind of stuff and I've been leading that group ever since. Uh, they were looking for a couple part-time chaplains and uh, Jason and I got hired that same year at the same time uh, to do the races. A year later that chaplain left the ministry and so Jason and I now do this uh, ever since then. So it was kind of a, you know, people always say, man, how do you get to be the chaplain for the IndyCar series? And I'm like, God picks you because I, I say all the time, I really shouldn't be here. I mean, you know, if you look at qualifications and stuff, um, but God has clearly prepared both Jason and I to do a great job with this community. And we focus strictly on relationships because the relationships is what gives you the equity to speak in people's lives and, and be credible. I mean, I think you saw in the devotional today about the fruit of the spirit that I talked about the the group that we have at Delara and how we're going through the book of Acts and Saul and making making the Bible relevant to people's lives is what it's about to me the application it's all about how can I use what I just read to live a better life get closer to God and treat people with respect like I should to, to be a good representative for Jesus in this world it's hard to do that as a human being, whether you are a chaplain or not. It's 100% hard. I think you saw that during my devotional. I try and be real, man. I struggle just like anybody else. Uh, one of the biggest challenges for me when I became chaplain was uh, resolving the fact that I'm just a person like you. I struggle with sin just like everybody does. And a lot of times your, your followers, your audience, if you will, your congregation, 
puts you up on a pedestal and oh he's perfect and and I try and break down that wall every time I can because none of us are perfect we all struggle with something and we all need Jesus to help us through it and I think that's the thing the more real I can be uh, with my community the the more open and uh, refreshing they might be with me I don't know if you saw me but before the devotional I was talking with a mechanic at, at length and I've been talking with him I bet for six years and he struggles in his faith uh, he's got a real hard life he's got a, a family in a different country that he's supporting he doesn't see them a lot and he he feels disconnected from God a lot of times you know I pray that it'll it'll change but it doesn't change why isn't God giving this to me and just trying to encourage him and yeah I get it I get the struggle and you know I, we don't know why but God is doing something and uh, just working on that trust aspect of it all I mean a, a lot of that is, is what we do and it it's it's really awesome because we've been here long enough you you kind of know who who's on what side of the fence and all that and uh, it's it's awesome both encouraging people who are already uh, Christ followers but also you know working with those who have doubts and letting them know it's okay to have doubts and helping them work through those doubts and it it doesn't happen quickly like I said I mean it's been ongoing for five years but you know there's been times he comes up and he says will you pray for me and that, and that to me means everything in the world you know um, making progress is that's it and that's the bottom line because you're always learning, right? I, yeah. The saying we have is ABL, always be learning. And yes. no matter whether it's in racing or in the Bible or what yeah. have you, uh, racing is extremely fast-paced. It's tight deadlines, and the race goes on whether you're ready or not. Yep. Uh, and so the patience aspect that you talked about in relating to other people was a very important message, I believe. Yeah, the the tough thing in this community, man, we're together a lot. I think I, you heard me that, you know, we're leaving here, we're going to a test next week at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, followed up immediately by a race at Barber, and, I, I mean, everybody's got a roommate or what that they spend the season with, like them or not, they're there, the team is there, and, you know, they have highs and lows, they're struggling, everybody's in it together, so it's really... Uh, I it's really hard sometimes not to get in each other's face and 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 uh, just chill out and love one another. That's what we talked about today was love, and and I think you know I struggle with that at times too. I mean, we all want the world to be exactly the way we want it, and it's important to remember that it's God's world and uh, He does live in us in the Holy Spirit and to dwell on that power. You know, it's His world and His word. Yes, it is 100. percent And like I said, I always go back to the application. Um, what we talked about today with, with Paul the Apostle writing uh, this greatest verse on love and going back to earlier in the Bible, reading about Paul, who was Saul, who uh, was a persecutor of Christians and killing them and all this kind of stuff. And if God can change somebody like that, uh, he can certainly change you and me over time. And I just had that revelation preparing for that message. And that's that's the awesome thing about preparing these little five-minute messages is, you know, we do spend a fair amount of time in the Word trying to figure out and distilling it down what am I going to say? Because five minutes is such a small chunk of time to get so much information in. And and the biggest thing, going back to the application always, is what can I give this community that's going to help them in their struggle? Well, we sure appreciate your time, everything you do for the series and back home. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Anytime.